Miss Marigold, a ships at sea. It's Sheen for Colony Confidential. Here I am. Hello, everybody. It's Joey Sauce, the brains. Ed is uh, kind enough to grace us with his presence from Florida. Not just Florida. Where I am now is Cape San Blas, but where I hang is Apalachicola. A lot's going on. Yeah. What's inflation at today? Last time I bought the cheap gas, it was 454. Wow. That's, that, that's for the high test. Premium, as we call it now. My day was high test. Yeah. And that's the cheap gas. Other gas is 460, stuff like that. You're putting 87 in your car? No. My car gets 93 all the time. What's that at down there? That's what I just told you. If you get the 87, it's 40. All right. What's it up there? Same thing, no? The beauty of an electric car. I don't know. It was 419 for the low one when I saw it this weekend. But look, obviously the gas prices are up. It 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 went up like a 60 cent jump in a week's time. So uh, it's real. Yeah, there's people buying stocks and stocks of pork and chicken. Because who knows what's going to happen next week? Let's not talk too much about politics, but I think Biden said that we're going to not import from Russia. When he did that, the stock market was up 160 and went down 300. Great guy. I didn't want to say nothing about it. You brought it up. I just brought up the fact that he's doing something that if done correctly, which is a big if no matter who's in there. But we can't just say we're not going to buy from Russia anymore. And there's got to be a plan in place. So there's no plan in place. Listen, we always hear that. But my point is, to me, I think that's on the right road. When you have somebody like Elon Musk saying we need to start drilling on our own soil again. And that don't that's not me quoting him. But basically, he said that. And he's the biggest promoter of electric vehicles. You have somebody like that saying that and knowing that statement is going to directly affect his stock and everything like that. That's a big statement. So I think that it's going to take some time as all big corporations do, which is what America is. But nevertheless, inflation is real. Everything's going up during a time of hiring crisis. A uh, crisis is probably the right word. Just to give you an example, we've had 10 applicants go through the full process that we make them go through prior to interviewing. They did everything. And then out of those 10, I want to say four people actually showed for the interview. We, um, knock wood, are relatively fully staffed in the technician department. Had a good interview today with a potential driving technician. Hopefully we make him an offer and he accepts. And that would, that would put us in a really good position going into the season. And I got the call today that it's a good phone call, but the potential of having to ramp up in June to take on an account that will require minimum eight new team members. I'll be back in June. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah, it, it's... I'm going to bring my crew with me. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's yeah. a scary thought. Danny McGinnis, Norman can drive the car, but he can't get out. <laughs> that's about oh, it. We'll have to do a mass hiring event. We rent the space and just tell people, come and give us your resume, fill out an application. And you're hired. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's she an interview. 
we picked up four hundred thousand dollars a year worth of work one time. I, you know, I didn't care if they couldn't. I'd, I'd prefer if they could write, and and legibly. But eh, guys, breathing. Let's get them for a while. We can look for the good stuff while we're getting through this crap. Because we are also quality pro certified, which dictates some of that process. But if we could just do almost like speed dating, interview a hundred people in one sitting, and yeah, yeah, can, yeah. we get ten out of it. Fair job, fair. Basically, in pest control, you got to start a. 18 and up, no experience. Experience is even higher. Wow. I don't know how guys are doing $15, $20, $30 stops. They're one-man companies. Still, though, gas alone. I'm sure this guy, I'm not going to mention his name, still got his $12 stops. His wife asked me one time, I want you to train. I won't mention his name. So we could have a house like this and live here. I go, I'm not that good at training i don't I, I don't have that capability his business was handed to him and he worked it down to this capability that he's capable of and he's afraid afraid to rate prices because the only reason he's there is because he's so cheap look everybody is afraid to raise prices that's a fact i shouldn't say everybody but it is a real concern in business he took over the business in 81 81 to 91 inflation boom they didn't care what, as long as you did a good job, no problem. Oh, you want more? Okay. 91 came, they started with the clawbacks. But in 91, we had the new roach bait. And I was actually afraid of my little friends because I used to go places by these dishwasher machines. You always found a few. Matter with none. But they came back. The pest control industry provides. That, that's the model. But anyway, inflation is real. Buckle down. Don't make those extended purchases. Had a good conversation about end of the year and you you do these bulk purchases at the end of the year and then it messes up your net profit, right? So the argument or the discussion was, why don't we spend a year seeing what it really is? I'm just going to tell you my answer. My answer is, is if that you have 50,000 at the end of the year that you could spend on material, you could potentially get 70 to $80,000 worth of material. Because at the end of the year... Yeah, they got to make their numbers. Right. At the end of the year, people need to make their numbers. And the other thing, if every year we know that everything goes up, so no matter what... Every day. But chemicals usually go up. That's a fact. So let's just say, on average, pre-COVID, pre-all of these crises, you knew that you were going up anywhere from 3 to 8%, right? Every... February, March, that's what the price increases were going to be. So if you can buy in bulk in December, and let's say you save 10% for buying in bulk in December, and then you're using that item in February, you saved 18% on the, on the higher end. But even now, some stuff just went up 22% in the end of February. So you could be up 32% on that material. The other thing is, if you don't use the 50000 what are you going to do with it? You're going to take it and pay taxes? That's the other thing. It's also a benefit to the business owner. It's, it's a multifaceted benefit. One, it's a $50,000 expense, and it's a real expense because you're going to use it, right? Yeah. And, right. and it, you are doing it not only for that expense, but you're doing it for the, the savings on the percentage of the material. You're getting an immediate savings right now for buying in bulk and knowing that you're going to be using that product into February, March. 
when the prices increase, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just say you're a $500,000 a year business. You drop 25 grand. So that's 5%, right? So you're going to take a 5% hit in your profits, but you'll realize it next year. And, it, and it, then it becomes cyclical. And we've been doing it at Colony for maybe five or eight years where we do the bulk buying. So it's already built in. If you put net profit of 2021 up against 2022, it's all the same. And my argument was if I decided to do it, I would already be up on materials somewhere around 15%. I would already be paying more in the first quarter than I was last year in the first quarter. You follow me? Listen, I did something similar to that. I would get calls didn't have to be the end of the year. I get calls like we got a discount on this. And I remember somebody, I won't mention his name. He's a decent friend. Nice guy. Did well. He called me and he told me we got 100 gallons of this in five-gallon buckets. I said, so? They were usually like $12. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Dollars for five gallons of this stuff. Anyway, we got it for $8 a gallon. I told him, send everything you got. There's certain tricks to it to, to saving money, and, and it's always the long game. I try and look five years ahead. So there's a ton of biggest challenges right now. One is the hiring we spoke about. The other one is inflation, which is also adding to the hiring issue. The other one is vehicles, right? Getting vehicles. You have to be like, I would equate it to being a day trader in, in the stock market, <laughs> trying to get a vehicle right now. Wow. Because you have to be on it. You have to be in constant contact. You have to be searching realistically in 150 to 200 mile radius for where the vehicles are. You can't say anymore, I'm just looking because it cuts you right off. Yeah, there's 100 people on the phone buying. So those prices, a vehicle that could have cost 22,000 is now going probably for about 28 supply and demand. I'm going to tell you something. They was trying to buy the Lexus back off me. Of course. So they started at 40,000. They just sent me a thing today. Hey, it's worth 43 now. I'm like, you can imagine what I got a good car. Great to drive. Easy to drive. Nowhere near as quick as your car, but quick enough that I could pass people in a hurry when I got it and get on the highway when I got it. And it holds a lot of stuff. Listen, if you're going to buy a new car right now, in my opinion, you're either cash heavy and you could do whatever you want, but you're going to pay. First of all, you're going to get a luxury car, brand new. You're going to pay five to 20000 over market. And that's for normal luxury vehicles. Somebody we know bought a, a Porsche in October for, I don't know, let's just say for 140000 right? Yeah. They offered him two sixty. Two sixty. I took the car in for a tune-up before coming down here, and I was looking around. And the seven goes, can I help you? I go, yeah. I looked at this LS 500. So I looked at this a year ago. It was like 80,000. It's 110 now, he goes. You know who you can thank for that? I say, do. I'm not going to mention his name now because we're staying out of politics. All right, good idea. So the point is, how can we combat? Combating the vehicle issue is you just got to have, if you really need vehicles, you need to dedicate somebody to securing the vehicle you want, and you have to know you're going to pay more. And then there's other tricks to that. If you have the means, self-finance it so that you can make some money. If you're going to get a $25,000 vehicle, loan the money to the business, pay yeah, right. back monthly payments. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. I do know. 
You can't do that with a LS500, though. That's a question for the accountant. Right. And I know the answer from my accountant. Fine. We are not accountants, and none of the advice here should be used without. Yeah, don't take that. Don't go. Hey, you go to your accountant or your financial advisor, and you listen to them. Pest control, we could help you. It all ties together. You got to get a vehicle. They're in high demand. You're going to pay a lot for that. Gas is high. You're going to pay a lot for that. So what is the biggest thing that every home service and service company struggles with and tries to get down to the T? Route optimization. Exactly. Zip codes. Thankfully, we're a little bit more advanced these days. There's a million different things you could do. GPS is key. If you don't have GPS in your vehicle, please call me. You need to get it. It is a minuscule line item that will save your life for numerous reasons. And if you borrow one of those trucks like I did, you're going to get a call because you're speeding and you're using the brakes too much. And they can even tell you where you are at night. So you talked about zip codes. How were you doing route optimization pre-GPS? What's the address? I got to a point where I knew the streets and I just checked to make sure it was the same and throw them in there with that. It was a new customer. He wasn't going into a route. He wasn't going into a route yet. Somebody that was really good was going to be sent there. I had a great office manager and he knew what to do. What if you got a call from New Jersey? Okay, Jersey was a different deal. Jersey could be one of my guys, but it was a route. He would start in Jersey and work his way into Pennsylvania and then work his way back. And on his way back, he could stop in Staten Island and do something. All right. So there wasn't a lot of route optimization going on. No, I wouldn't say. So the people in the office basically knew the boroughs for sure. Yeah. And if they struggled, they called you. Exactly. All right. You were in a different time. In this day and age, people are on the phone. And to close that account, you want to lock them in right away. And the chances of getting people as you grow that can do that instantaneously, that know the boroughs, is very difficult, right? So you use a GPS. Oh, I, yes. Yes. I have to tell you a thing about route optimization. I went to the city one day to teach. I got into the parking lot, got the ticket. I had no money or no wallet. So I had to call you. You look, you said, I got a guy wherever he was. He can meet you in an hour. So I'm going up to the class just to have the guy call me when he gets here. I need about 60 bucks. And the guy showed up to 60 bucks. So route optimization, we like that. So route optimization is a priority for productivity, right? And now more so than ever, right? It took me this long to get here because you're a flapper. But <laughs> now more than ever, you want route optimization and route density. You want that truck turning on and off as little as possible. Yeah, you could walk a couple of blocks. Right, what, whatever. It doesn't matter. Even if the goal is to get as much done in a day with as little cost as possible. That's always the goal for everybody in the service industry. If someone calls and says where they are, I could say that probably will work best on Joe Schmo's route. But your time was better spent doing something else. My time is better spent doing something else to truly grow the business and having all these automated tools built in. The GPS talks to the CRM. The CRM talks to the GPS. Our GPS is linked to our gas card. 
If you go to get gas and the vehicle is not there, managers get an alert, gas card for vehicle four is pumping gas at this location and the vehicle is not there. That happen often? No, because everybody is told that, so nobody does it. So my point is you get all these tools that up front, they might cost you a couple of dollars, but in the long term, it is going to save you money. There's an old thing, you spend money to save time. Yes, but because time is money, and in the end, you make more money. But again, the route density, route optimization, and using GPS to help you with that. I wish I had it, because when I first got into pest control, I knew the neighborhood, not in Brooklyn, when Queens, when I first went out there, and I got my map, one of those fold-out maps, and I'm like, okay, no matter what I said, if I said, okay, I'll go left here, it was always wrong. If I said, go right, I was going wrong. It took me a couple of minutes to figure it out. But yeah, this would have helped an awful lot, saved a lot of time, made more money. It does. And that's what it's all about. And our new GPS system, GPS Track It, has tons of features built into it. It'll give you an alert on the car. When a sensor pops up, oil change needed, whatever, we get alerts for that. Wow. It does all the other alerts that I told you about. You can geofence stuff. So if you wanted to get that crazy, you could geofence every stop for every day. And when they go in and out of it, you could get alerts. No, nobody really wants to do that. But you could geofence a technician's house. And between, let's say, 8 a.m. and 6 p.m., if they go there, you get an alert to see how long they're there. There's a lot of things for route efficiency, vehicle efficiency, optimization. You know what I'm saying? The hard braking, the hard turning, the hard starting, the speeding, all of those things it does feel like big brother, but from a business owner standpoint, you get those reports. And if you're bold enough, you share it with your insurance company and you get a discount on your insurance or your insurance company says, we're not going to raise your rates this year because you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Then if you add cameras to the vehicle, then you look at the cameras, it proves fault, whose fault it was. And you got a chance of not being liable for that insurance claim. I hear you. One of the biggest things about GPS Tracker that we like, it has all the bells and whistles of everybody else, but that piece where it's, it plugs in instead of being hardwired, when it plugs in, that's where you get the reading. It's a good feature. It would have been very helpful for your brother back in the day. Right now, it's extremely helpful. Yeah. So we talked about some of the bigger challenges. Getting a customer service rep up and functioning is something that we all strive to be better at and we did our customer service training with margaret from grit ppo and it was the art of the phone call it was amazing the amount of feedback has been nothing short of spectacular people posted on social media how great it was i got text messages from my crew that their teams were on there they liked it they thought margaret was great it was really positive feedback but really the best part about it was, is that even, even me, everybody thinks I know it all. Sometimes I come off as I know it all, but I don't. And once again, last night, I learned something that my whole CSS team all agree that we're going to implement this piece that Margaret brought up. So it was amazing for everybody listening right now. You can still get on. It's $350 for all of the classes, all four classes. Go to all of the social media. There's links on Instagram. Um, in the bio, 
You can purchase the tickets and thank you to everybody that jumped on. Appreciate the feedback. I appreciate, we appreciate the support and I'm glad you got everything that you did out of it and keep the comments coming.